and everything that I do, I'm just trying to live a moment that is filled with love and intention. Everyone has expectations for you, but as long as you are living in love, you're learning and growing through life as you go through life, then you are already living up to your own expectations. This is Helene, and this is Coming from the Heart. And today we have Queen Aisha Hanna in the house studio. She is the CEO of Yoni and Beyond. So we're going to chat with her in a few minutes. And I just wanted to start today's podcast, of course, talking a little bit about Thanksgiving, Alexandra, and how COVID is just changing the way we all celebrate the holidays. Of course, to me, Thanksgiving was always about being with family and just having some gratitude and loving the people that are around you. So what about you? What's your take on Thanksgiving, COVID, holidays, etc.? Yeah, it's a time definitely to be grateful and have gratitude. I think there's a lot to be thankful for this Thanksgiving, uh, more so than others, you know, having health, being able to be in a position where you have a job. Um, I'm a student, but I'm very lucky that my family supports me, be able to just, you know, live in a house, the little things that you didn't think about and definitely looking forward to having um, when we all can take our masks off, have, you know, social gatherings. And it's just, it's changed, I think, everyone's perspective of what is the meaning of life. You know, do you like your job? Do you like the way that you live? Are you enjoying the routine that you've created for yourself? And I think it's 2020 has given many people a lot of time for reflection. And I don't think anyone will be saying that they want to just have a day at home, you know, like no one's going to be like, Oh, I just, I want to, I want to, you know, just have a mental health day at home. I mean, of course, mental health days are important, but uh, maybe you want to go spend it doing something fun. I think a mental health day will be shopping wherever, wherever listeners want to go and shop. Uh, I think it would be a day to hang out with your friends. I think it used to be a big thing to say, Hey, I like a staycation. I say, get the hell out and go somewhere. I mean, of course, situations and jobs. And if you're fortunate to have a job and if you don't have a job and you're looking for a job, this holiday season is kind of crappy. I would say it's pretty crappy. But again, trying to focus in on what I was about to say, as many of our guests that come on say, is try to take some time to have gratitude and be grateful for what is around you. You may not be in the best headspace or any type of space, shall I say, because you might be living with someone that is very close quarters. And we, I think we all do need our space. But just to have a little gratitude, it's really what Thanksgiving is, is just to be grateful for what you have and what you don't have. And just, I think if you manifest, like Kim would say, or of course our guest, the queen was talking a little bit about that, which you listeners will hear shortly, is just to put things out there in the universe and just try to be as positive as possible. Yeah, Definitely. that's my take. Yeah, definitely. And I've been thinking a lot about actually about, you know, Thanksgiving, everyone 
is like, you know, what are you thankful for? But I think beyond Thanksgiving, it's important to have thanks and gratitude for little things in your life, like throughout the year. And, and I think it's one thing for you to say, oh, I'm thankful for this. And it's another to actually like feel it within yourself. And I really been trying to tap into recently, like, what does gratitude mean to me? How do I feel when I am gracious or am I, I think it's a, it's a feeling more than just a saying. So what do you think? about? Okay. Uh, well, I want to know what you're thinking about that. So what do you think in Alexandra? I'm trying. I've been listening to a lot of podcasts because I do listen to other podcasts besides our own. And I just, yeah, I've, I've listened to other people that are spiritual and manifestors and psychologists talk about the feeling of gratitude. And I think with every step that you take, in your life it's just it's something that can help ground you and i think when things get chaotic it's something that you can go to so it's definitely something i'm working on because it's like who can have it perfect but yeah i think that it's just it's a feeling it's something that's innate and hmm. with everything going on now and people traveling and this and that look we respect everyone's what they're doing because in the end of the day, you've got to do what's best for yourself. But we just hope that everyone's staying safe this holiday season. The The light is at the end of the tunnel. We are going to get a vaccine distributed soon. And the percentage of effectiveness has gone up to 95% for Pfizer. And the sample size was very promising of, I believe it's like, about 40,000 people or um, something like that, a very large sample size, which is really good in science because you always, that means your data is more credible. So I think that they're going to try to actually distribute it, I heard, early in December. So I think that if we all can hang tight for a little bit more, end our Zoom calls and get resume life very soon, I think uh, that's what we all can be grateful for is, is resuming but remembering. I love that. Amen to that. Definitely. But, you know, I definitely, well, getting back to what you were saying about ending the Zoom calls and all the virtual stuff, we spoke about this before in other um, episodes and intros and so forth. Life has changed, though, greatly with how we think about things because of having, of having gone through as we continue to go through the pandemic, where corporate life or day-to-day -day life or any type of work that you're doing has changed, sometimes for the better, sometimes not for the better. I think for many organizations, businesses, corporations, the way they are interfacing with their employees as they go forward is, is definitely changed. I mean, because they realize that obviously a lot more people can work at home and that th that office space that they were paying money for may not be necessary or needed. I believe that there were a lot of people that were actually working at home, obviously before the pandemic hit, but now I think it has changed so many norms and values and, and ways of we go about doing things from the simplest things of just maybe even my son and I were talking about this the other day, going on an airplane in the future, I would wear a mask. I don't think I would really go on an airplane, even when you know the vaccine is around for a little while, without wearing a mask. Or maybe I would be more cautious when I was going into the grocery store about certain things um, because of wearing a mask kind of, I think it's, it's almost going to be weird to not say to myself, I have to put a mask on. I don't know how you feel about that, but I feel like we're, 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 we're conditioned now. Yeah, I definitely agree. Yeah. 
I think too, also our culture though is different. Like if you think about China, um, and I know that you've had students, of course, from China, that was part of their culture. They wore a mask, you know? I think it's gonna be more part of our, our culture. Of course, there is the backlash of people that have never believed in masks, and that's a whole other story. Um, but, you know, I think I think it's gonna be like an adjustment period, you know, after COVID, because it's kind of like, you know, like when you wake up from a nap and it's like a really good nap and you're like, where am I? And because I mean, mm -hmm. kind of, that's a good mm -hmm. metaphor, I think, because, right, we've been all, we all been at home. We've been sleeping more than we do, yes. you know, and we're just yes. like waking up yes. from this nap. And then you like, where am I? Like, I think there's just like be a major yeah. just adjustment because <laughs> it's, yeah. how, it's, it's like, how, how can we all normalize um, interactions? Mm. And even when we've gone out to eat, you know, dining has been normalized to have masks and to social distance and to have the six feet. Mm -hmm. And you see mm -hmm. your friends and then you wave and the cars and, and for birthdays, I don't know if that tradition's still going on where the people honk and buy your car. Like I, I haven't had a quarantine birthday you had, but like um, if you have friends, they pass your house and they're like, hey what's going on i just think it's brought in a new perspective to how we live i definitely yeah. agree with you and i think that you know in the theme of thanksgiving i think it's taught us to all be more grateful for things that we didn't think about to have gratitude for teachers to have gratitude you know for doctors and frontline workers and grocery store employees and all these essential workers that no one took the time to think about before. Yeah, I agree with everything that you're saying. That type of feeling gratitude for the everyday person working at the grocery store or as we viewed them as the everyday person. But obviously now it's someone of importance that it always should have been of importance because I think in our society, we put, you know, we depending upon your status and everything else, we could look down at certain people and situations, clearly not maybe a doctor or, you know, a nurse, but maybe other frontline workers, sure, uh, absolutely. And that word frontline worker, no one even knew, if we said that before the pandemic, people would go like, what? What are you talking about? What's that? So it's brought in this whole other vocabulary. And what I also want to reference that you said, which I thought was great, is about the culture. The culture has changed. It has changed. It has morphed in so many different directions. I think that we always try to see the silver lining of COVID. Doing this podcast has been the silver lining clearly for both of us, talking to all these different guests and having the opportunity to use this podcast as a springboard for many, many opportunities. Of course, our guest today, our queen, who's, who's waiting to have this conversation, how she used her time effectively and created a business over COVID. So the pandemic, COVID, however you're verbal, you know, verbiaging it, clearly if you've lost someone or been through a the critical situation, of course, our condolences and our sympathy go out to to all of you out there. But you know, that's basically what I want to say on that aspect. But what I also wanted to bring up to the conversation during the holidays, the different soup kitchens and the different communities um, really all over the country who are now in need of people donating. So listeners out there, if you are in a position to donate, or maybe you're not in a position to donate financially, giving your time is as much as a donation. I mean, I know that's a little crazy now with COVID. And, you know, maybe you don't have to physically go 
to an actual soup kitchen or a place that they're actually giving out the food, but maybe you can help out by a Zoom call or, or reaching out to people in the community in different ways. I think there's always ways to be giving and helpful, specifically in the hospitals where during holidays, frontline workers, doctors, nurses may not have that opportunity to be with family. I think there's just many facets of being able to get involved. So I'm sure you have some thoughts uh, yeah, on that, Yeah, I was Alexandra. just thinking about how in the beginning of the pandemic, um, a lot of people donated meals to the hospital. And I, and I definitely would love us to donate meals to the local hospitals and essential workers and, and donate food to where we can. Um, I know uh, we have an upcoming episode, and this is way in the future, but with a very special person who runs the Boys and the Girls Club of Atlantic City. And they're in need of, mm -hmm. of course, jackets and all these different things that these kids need. And and I think the holidays always put emphasis on where we where we need things and where people need things. And uh, we're going to do our best effort to donate and to give back. And one of our guests earlier on um, in the episodes, it was episode 12, her name's Samantha Schwartz. She runs the food account, PHL Foodstagram, and she donated, gosh, I don't even know how many meals. It was a lot. It was a, it was a little oh, lot. And yeah. she got help from her follow followers. Um, her dad is a doctor. And I just think it's always good to give back to the community, especially especially now. So I'm glad that you brought that up. It's definitely, it's given me some ideas and we'll put some stuff out on Instagram of ways mm -hmm. that you can donate and so forth and so on. Cause it's definitely important. Yeah. I love, yeah. I love that you mentioned um, our up and coming guest, Stephanie, who's going to come on and chat with us with actually a special guest that she's bringing along with her to talk about some cool stuff that they're doing at the Boys and Girls Club, but also that we can get involved with um, some local stuff through her. Besides maybe the Boys and Girls Club, there's some other organizations. We can definitely put some links out there. You can do that on Instagram and some other social media platforms that we are now going to become more active with. Um, anything else to mention about the holidays? Anything else that you want to say about what I was going to say is um, we want to thank our guests. We've been talking about frontline workers and Aisha Hanna, the frontline worker, she goes every yes, morning at 5.30 a.m. Can you imagine, guys? It's really dark outside. And she has three kids, and she goes to to test temperatures of construction yeah. workers. And then after that, she goes and she helps out with Medicaid uh, for elderly people. And she's been putting herself out there this whole pandemic, helping people. And we just want to commend and thank her for all her time and supporting her community. It's so admirable. Yeah, she's definitely one of the most giving people person I've ever met. I mean, we have so many different types of guests that come on with so many different platforms, so many different interests, but I tell you, I don't know how she does it. I, 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 think, I think she's, she's a, a super, super woman, woman as well. And think? I think um, as you guys will hear and we'll, we'll go into the episode in just some few minutes, I think she will definitely give you a lot to think about, about perspective of how to deal with the upcoming holidays of how to deal with loss and a lot of things that we have continued to think about and speak about even after talking to her. And yeah, it's just, she's one, like we are so fortunate to talk to so many different people, connect to so many people, and we would never have 
have this opportunity if we didn't have this podcast. So we're really grateful to uh, have talked to Asia, and we're so excited for you all to listen to this special conversation. Yeah, love that. And we are also so grateful for our listeners because our listeners are our coming from the heart family. Everything that we pretty much do and plan for this podcast is so our listeners have just more opportunities to just learn more things. As I, as I always say, I'm the teacher, professor in this podcast that we do together, always wanting an aha moment. But again, if you have any thoughts or interests of up and coming guests, Alexandra, you mentioned that many times that people can get in touch yep. with us through our Gmail. Yes. And uh, DM us. So continue uh, to please subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts. We appreciate everyone's support and love and telling your friends and your family and everyone that's close to your heart. I put up a poll yesterday, actually, and I'm so happy that a lot of you responded back saying that you were new listeners. So welcome, welcome. We are happy to have you aboard and um, we're so thankful for all of you and definitely check out our previous episodes and yeah, we just all, we both want to get to know you more. We want to uh, cater the episodes to what you like and your interests. So we're really trying to interact with you guys as much as possible. Yeah, very well said, as I always say to you. Very well said, Alexandra. And I just want to give a shout out to Pleasantville, New Jersey. You guys are great. Thank you to all over the place. I mean, I think specific states. Let me see if anybody's new. California has been listening in. Florida, Texas. Um, I cannot forget about our global people out there in Iran. Yes. This person. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The, we, listen we every week. And I would love I to love meet that. you when uh, I, I literally watch French shows. I, yeah. My dream has been to go to Paris ever since I was little. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely I definitely want to go there. And yeah, That's I think right. Baltimore, right. I don't know, we're, we're lucky to have all of you listening all over the country and the world. Um, how cool is that? That this, this recording now global. So yeah. Beyond global. Beyond global. I love it. It makes me just think of my international global world. So it keeps, you guys definitely keep me going every day more than you think you do. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And also, our, one of our newest uh, listeners, and hopefully will be part of our Coming from the Heart team, is uh, a person out in Oklahoma, Alexandra. So we're getting some people in Oklahoma to check us out. So I think our viewership is going to change as some new interns are going to come on board. I think it's going to be really exciting. So get excited, everybody, listeners, family out there. Yeah, this is what we're doing. All right. So everybody knows what to do. Alexandra, I see you through the virtual just saying, okay, Ma, let's do this. I want everybody to sit back, relax, definitely relax. It's the holiday season. You guys are probably tired out there getting ready for Thanksgiving. Enjoy your moments. Try to eat some turkey and relax a little bit. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the conversation with the queen. Today, we have Queen Asia Hanna, who is the founder and CEO of Yoni and Beyond. She is dedicated and committed to empowering women and men through self-discovery, education, and cultivation. She has acquired certifications in Yoni Steam, Yoni Eggs, Reiki, Crystals, Holistic Healing, Women Empowerment, and Tantra. 
She's motivated to provide empowerment products and services, as well as clarity to the intricacies of life, focusing on mental strength and self-love. Aisha's uplifting spirit and passion is embedded in each handmade product. As a mother of three beautiful children, she understands the value and importance of loving oneself inside and out in order to reciprocate. So welcome, welcome. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for coming, you know, on board or, or hanging with us for this episode. I know that both Alexandra and I have so much to think about and ask you with all that you do. And firstly, you know, I don't know how you have time for yourself, because if I do recall our pre-conversation, you are a very, very busy person. Uh, yes, I definitely want to start off by saying thank you so much for even having me. But yes, it is true. It's a part of the territory as a mommy of three, an entrepreneur and working other jobs. So I definitely, you know, just see the end goal and setting an example for my children. And I definitely want to relieve some stress for them in the future. So that is my my eye on the prize. So if wow. I can do put, put in all the work for them now, then I'll take on the load so that way they don't have to endure later. Amazing. Amazing. I know Alexandra, you're you're, you're bobbing your head because we are of course virtual. Yep. All of us are virtual. Do think about that. Yeah, thinking of being selfless beyond. That's all I can say. You know, I think so many listeners out there who are moms or maybe not moms who are taking care of people in their life and who are selfless, I commend everybody for doing so. Because, But sometimes you need to worry a little bit about yourself. I and mean, that's where you're going to come in to talk to us a little bit about that. Oh, yes, it's so true. With the day going, a lot of us, we get up with an alarm clock telling us what we have to do in order to get our day started, whether the alarm is set because you got to work out, the alarm is set because you got to get to work or you have to feed the kids, you got to get the kids up for school, whatever the alarm is set for. Most of the time you get up with your feet ready to hit the ground running. But within the day, I always promote to any queen, king, Take a moment for yourself. Even if it's your day is so mapped out and scheduled, plan that time for yourself, whether it is turning the music up loud as you can and having some fun from one destination to the next or lighting some candles while you're taking a shower or playing music while you're brushing your teeth or reading affirmations as you are cooking. You know, it's, you have to incorporate some time in your day for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, a hundred percent. My mom and I both definitely agree with that. The monotonous day-to-day routine and the to-do list, as you said, it's tiring. And I just feel like if you don't take that time out for yourself, I was actually just talking to my therapist about this today. I was the type of person that was like, no, I have so much going on. I can't do that workout or I can't meet my friends or it's almost limiting yourself to do what you actually have to do. And for those that maybe have a hard time taking that time for yourself, it's okay. Because I know from personal experience that when you actually have that self-care, whether it be like 20 minutes for yourself for an hour or two, then you can complete your tasks and you complete them with better focus. Oh, that is so true. That is so true. You know, it's it's difficult trying to press through your day when you feel a weight on yourself because you haven't taken a moment to dig deeper into yourself. Sometimes we get up and we're, you know, just going, but 
what has been happening throughout the week, throughout the month, for the year, is just sitting there on our shoulders and we're constantly feeling the weight of it. But because we're trying to just press through the day, we're doing it kind of as a zombie, you know? So if you take a moment to go in, into your own thoughts and into your own feelings and say, hey, you know what? I felt like this. Let me recharge. Let me recharge and give myself a little boost of self-love and that self-time. And when you do that, you can really power through what you have to do with a different perspective and a recharge. Yeah, I, I love all that. Back when Alexandra was a baby or my son was, you know, very young. I think I I did that for myself. And I think that's why I consider myself lucky. And I think my husband definitely supported it at that time. I always did carve out a little bit of time for myself. And I had other friends at the time where, you know, people weren't talking so much about what we're talking about today, about taking more time. And there's so much of that. Thank God that people are talking about that in the last few years of taking the time for yourself. And I think that I can't imagine when my kids were really small and even when I wasn't maybe working full, full time or I was trying to find a job or whatever I was doing, that I did do that for myself because I don't think I would ever have been, I don't know, Alexandra, you can comment on this, the parent that I was, if I didn't even just hop on a stationary bike for 20 minutes or go outside and take a walk or put the baby in the stroller, I was you know, always walking the streets of wherever I was living because I felt like I just needed to have me time and I think that so many people just never allowed themselves to do that. And I just think that your company and your empowerment of women is just incredible. And what I wanted to also just get into is a little bit is how you got into becoming the CEO of your business. And I love the name. And how did you come up with it? Thank you. Um, and so I got into it from my personal journey, um, going through COVID and just being a mom of three children who are constantly in need of some form of soap, lotion, medication, <laughs> you know, tea wow. or something to take care of an ailment, whether it's a wingworm that needs a cream that now lightens their skin and now they have a, a bleach mark, then now I need to, you know, get a lotion that's going to even out their skin tone. They have a fever. So they take something for the fever, but it's not getting rid of the respiratory infection that they have. So I found myself having to buy a product, to buy another product, to buy another product. And I that's where I got into the product side of my business, creating herb-based products to where it takes care of not just one system, but multiple systems. And it's just that one product that you need. Um, and so that's where I got into it with the products, but the services side of it, as far as meditation and just Yoni empowerment, came from my personal journey during the pandemic or even before that so much of you know what we go through day to day you have family that has expectations for you you have a job that has expectations for you you have a relationship that has expectations children that have expectations <laughs> all of these people have expectations of who you should be and what you should be doing but it, it can be a bit of a weight and it can you know be an anxious feeling. And for me, that's exactly what it was. It created anxiety for me. I wanted to live up to everyone's expectations and be my best self, but I was getting lost in the process of who everyone wanted me to be that I didn't know what I wanted for myself. So in taking that time for myself, I developed the meditation, guided meditations to empower those around me because I realized that it's not just a me journey. Everyone has their own personal journey. And so going deeper into 
into meditation and into Reiki and crystals, it really was a spiritual awakening process for me. And so the word Yoni is Sanskrit for a woman's sacred space. And a lot of people are like, oh, Yoni is just a vagina. And it can be that, but we're so much more than just the body part. We are mind, we are body, we are spirit. And so it's Yoni and beyond. It's it's mm. everything that encompasses, you know, uh, a powerful person and that's who that's what we are we're very powerful beings and as long as we tap into that we can really put the world you know to the side and say okay I'm this person no anxiety I'm going to be who I want to be and I'm going to empower through it and live up to my own expectation and as long as you're doing that with love and giving and growing then you are meeting everyone's expectation I say wow I'm saying wow I know you're saying wow (laughs) I I really love that yeah you were just being pulled in so many different directions with no time for yourself. And how tiring is that? Do you feel that you're more aware of who you want to be now that you've grown this company? Oh, yes. I mean, it's to me, I love my my business so much because it's a part of myself and a part of my journey. So as I put out a meditation, it's something that I live through. It's something that I've developed through my own experience. So when I put out a product, it's handmade, it's made with love. It's something I've tried on my, my children, myself, my partner. It's a meditation that I've went deep into. It's an affirmation that I use. So everything about my business is complete me a piece of me being given to the world so it is definitely empowering to know that so many people relate to it appreciate it and message me thank you so much I needed that like yesterday I put a post up and it was you know just empowering yourself through the holidays because some people have lost someone experienced traumas and they find the holidays to be bittersweet and so I put a message out there to just remember who you are and appreciate the people that are here because we've lived and learned and we've loved and so a queen reached out to me and said I'm burying my dad today and I needed that post more than anything and it just you know it it touched my heart because I was there at that point. And if I do it for just one person and it makes a difference for one person, it's empowered me to keep pushing through my journey and my business. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I, I don't keep saying, wow. Cause yeah. I mean, of course in my personal life, I've lost both my parents and that you put something out to connect to others. And I think that's part of the podcast is to never have anyone ever feel alone and the mindfulness and all the other part of the platform that we stand for. So your journey is your company's journey as our podcast is our journey. And I think that which that makes you powerful in yourself as a, as a separate entity, because you believe so much about what you're doing because you're living through whatever you're going through. Yeah. What I also wanted to just comment on, of course, with our listeners out there is about these specific certifications, like tell the listeners about like, for an example, let's say someone out there wants to get involved with Reiki or getting a certification. What would they, how would they go about that? What would they do? Well, for me, I believe in therapy, but I needed like a one-on-one. So I obtained a life coach to help me through my empowerment and spiritual awakening journey. And as I did that, I 
found my purpose of what it is that I wanted to do. So I definitely would empower those to dig into their why. Why do they want to um, obtain the certification? Once they connect to the purpose and the why, then it will be easier for them to dig into the certification because it is extensive knowledge and some of the information you can apply to yourself. Some you're, you may not necessarily be able to relate to every single bullet point, but the next person may be able to. So find the why and in doing that, you can definitely find a course through it. I don't recommend taking the short route of gaining the knowledge because the more knowledge that you have, the more understanding that you can obtain to be able to relate to all walks of life for kings and queens. Okay. No, interesting. And I was just curious about you, you know, you mentioned Yoni steam and eggs. What exactly does that mean? Yeah. So the yoni steams, that's basically a, a vaginal steam. It's the act of, you know, sitting over herbs that are boiling in water and you want to make sure it's a nice temperature. You definitely don't want to burn a sensitive area, no. uh, but it's, <laughs> well, that sounded painful. <laughs> but that's such a, an act. Sorry, we interrupted yeah. you. But that's, I feel like, I feel like you're helping people tap into their divine femininity. Like, I definitely agree with you, women empowerment, but, um, you know, the vaginal steaming, the yoni steaming, it's sitting over some herbs and allowing the herbs, the medicinal herbs and the steam to open up your pores, detoxing the vulva all the way up to your uterus and pelvic floor. So it was great for women that have had cycles, that have had intercourse, that have had children, that deal with fertility issues, polycystic ovaries, UTIs, it's so many different menopause, menopausal symptoms. So what it's doing is those medicinal herbs are you know penetrating and detoxing your womb and at the same time while those herbs are steaming and detoxing and strengthening and promoting a hormonal balance within your reproductive system so as you're sitting there for 20 25 maybe 30 minutes if you really need to sit that long just allowing your pores to open up and detox it out so that's for the yoni steam and i recommend that because it's a lot quicker than using the yoni pearls now for the yoni pearls myself i am all organic natural sterile so i even use uh, surgical gauze for the casing of the pearls because i just want to be as natural sensitive and sterile as possible for such a delicate area and so for that that's a, a method of putting the pearls in you know your reproductive area and putting it there for you know a day to two days you'll start off with one pearl and if you haven't seen a youtube video of women using a pearl and taking it out you put it in and it's white and then you take it out and it can be as dark as black and it doesn't have the best odor and all the other you know deep things but it is really so you know taking out the old dead skin cells um old meniscus from you know menstruation all of that so it's detoxing and i know that a lot of people are maybe against putting anything in the area because it's self-cleaning but i always say this if you've never had a cycle never had children never had intercourse then of course this is not for you but how many women can say that 
if you can say that, then you're not a woman, you might be a child, you know, so you haven't had a cycle. So our hormonal system gets thrown out of whack very often, especially if you have a partner and you're not using, you're not having protective sex, then your system is definitely being thrown off. So again, I definitely recommend using either a yoni pearl or having a yoni steam just to kind of detox your womb for the next month, for the next cycle. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Okay. Yeah. Alexandra, how are you hanging with this? I, I feel like I've heard it all, but today yeah, I learned something you. new. <laughs> and I, yeah, any way to empower yourself and feel like, yeah. you know, you're cleansing, starting over, I'm all for it. I think it's cool. I, I like it. Yeah, I think it's very It's, it's cool. definitely different. But like yeah. you said, it does allow you to tap into your divine femininity. Um, some people do see it as a spiritual act as well, and it can be that. I offer bro- both sides, whether you want to sit, have a glass of wine, watch some Netflix while you're having your steam, great. But you can also have it as a spiritual theme. You have the herbs, you have some meditation music going, you're having a yoni tea, um, and that empowers your immune system to be able to fight against imbalanced pH. Bad bacteria that can cause excessive bacteria to grow down there, causing UTIs, etc. But it can, you know, for those that may be leaving a relationship, they want to start over and they just want to really do something to detox and just mentally, you know, uh, release that relationship and empower their wounds, then it can be a, a spiritual and a mental empowerment session too. Very interesting. I was also thinking. If anyone possibly, unfortunately, has gone through uh, sexual assault or some traumatic something, maybe, you know, this is a great way for them to help cope with what happened and maybe feel like they have a fresh start as well. Definitely. Yes. I've had a few queens that have had a detox, uh, a yoni steam, and used it to be able to mentally release that trauma and begin the healing process. And mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's not something that just happens within a 20, 30 minute session, but it's the start of a spiritual awakening and uh, tapping into that divine femininity and that power that's within you. So it's, it's definitely a great service to have, not just physically, but mentally. Yeah, I, actually, it's interesting, Alexandra, I was thinking that as well when she was talking about that, that that might be something for someone, all kinds of situations, unfortunately, out there for that as well. And then last, you mentioned Tantra, which you want to explain that a little bit? Oh, yes. Tantra is um, just intimacy. It's taking sex past sex and moving into an intimate connection with your partner. A lot of times, you know, you may have a moment. It's great. It's fun. It's sex. Awesome. And then having Tantra, Tantra allows you to connect with with your partner and you are seeing them with your eyes closed, as I call it. You're feeling their energy. You are having foreplay outside of just rushing to get to the act, you are really embracing them and really seeing them. So it's an act of kind of going through foreplay with your partner. And this, of course, I don't do (laughs) with uh, the couple. It's me providing them with the meditation. For example, they may sit close to each other, close enough to where they can feel each other's vibration and energy, but not close enough to where they can physically touch each other. Mm -hmm. So as they are facing each other and, you know, extending their hands out, 
they feel the vibration coming from one another. So the time that they actually do connect their in energy and their vibration that they've created in just meditating and connecting their minds and spirit and just becoming one in the room, it takes the intimacy to a whole nother level. Yeah. So I've had some amazing stories of couples that say, wow, this was such an orgasmic experience because they took time to really hear each other emotionally and, ex and respect each other in mind before they had an act physically. You know, it's, I think your mind and body are so in sync. And I think it's amazing that you have the ability to be able to show people how to go about doing this. Like this is something that I wouldn't, it's the word I'm trying to look for innately yours. This is something that obviously you have a gift to be able to, to share this with other people and other couples to have, you know, so, wow, I, I congratulate you to, to having this, this gift as, as I think I'm referencing it as. So, you know, because sometimes people may not even know, would never have known about these types of things in their life. Yes. Um, when I came across it, I was wow, you can steam, you can do this, you can use tantrum, you can take, you know, your mind and your body to a whole nother, you know, state of just purpose and walking fulfilled. For me, you know, before I came to my spiritual awakening journey or just coming to uh, self-awareness, I just was kind of going through my day to day and not really being purposeful or filled with intention and in everything that I was doing. So my my business is really just provide, providing awareness, self-awakening, and just being intentional in everything that you do. Give love to yourself and you can definitely give love to everyone around you in the best way. I would think so. Specifically during COVID, let's let's talk about that. That obviously this time frame is a time when I think there's just so much anger about yeah. what's happening and just frustration. And everybody has a story about. I mean, if you're in a position and don't have a job and you don't feel empowered by anything, so it can, we can go on and on. Which I think everybody kind of by now knows the story of what what and how this pandemic has personally affected them. Of course, our listeners would know that. But having this other aspect of what you can throw out there and share, thank you for doing it. I think it's it's an amazing thing. Oh, thank you so much. Like you said, you know, everyone is experiencing this pandemic together all over the world. It's not just a one state problem. It is a pandemic that is spread from state to state. And with having this business, if I can provide just the littlest spark of loving light and just self-awareness and just letting people know that they can tap into themselves and kind of tune off the world, because sometimes we need to do that. When this pandemic hit, I know I with three kids and you know they can't go to school they have to socially distance when they don't even know what socially distance is as a three-year-old seven-year-old you know so it, it's definitely a time for so many people but if they can take a moment just to close their eyes take a deep breath and say i got this then they can empower themselves empower their children to get through this together yes beautifully said so I want to talk more about the spiritual side of things like crystals and Reiki meditation. If someone wants to learn more about that, what should they do? Well, um, they can yeah. definitely come to me, <laughs> yoniandpiat.com. But one thing that I will say is, you know, for me, I grew up in a Christian home. So um, using crystals and Reiki and all of that, it's like, hey, that's not prayer. 
But I feel like there's different forms of prayer and there's different things that, you know, everyone focuses on to be able to get through whatever chapter it is that they're on. But crystals is God given. It came from our creator. It is a part of the earth. So for crystals, they come from the earth. They're very natural and they all have different looks. They could be uh, unrefined, raw, they can be, you know, shaved down, so many different forms of them crystallized on top of being a crystal. Each crystal has a different meaning depending on its place of origin. So for amethyst, it has uh, a strong symbol of just love and empowerment and breaking addictions and sound sleep. Um, Rose quartz is a pink crystal. I'm sorry, amethyst is purple and rose quartz is pink and that's a loving stone. So it's for anyone that's trying to empower themselves with self-love. So each crystal has a different meaning based off of where it comes from. And it does have such a beautiful uh, energy. I gave my best friend a crystal once. And I mean, she already had two on her wrist, but I gave her a really big one. And so she held it for, you know, we're talking while she has it in her hand. And she got so dizzy to where she needed to sit down. And so I definitely recommend if you're going to deal with crystals to understand them a little bit because they're such strong energies from the earth. You want to understand them a little bit because having too much of them can create a really strong uh, energetic pull that can cause headaches, that can cause restlessness and cause the opposite effects that you may be looking for if you have too many of them without slowly or gradually getting to empower yourself with one, two, three at a time. You got to do it progressively. So I definitely recommend doing your research first, but I'm here to provide the research and to give you a crystal set that's customized to the journey that you're on. Uh, so you can make different crystal sets based off of where it is that you are. Uh, if you're leaving a relationship or you just move and kind of want to, you know, put a few crystals in your home to say, you know, I block out negativity, I empower my house with love, then there's crystal sets for that as well. Yeah, I was going to, you know, Alexandra and I checked out crystals. And of course, I've done my journey with different crystals. And I would absolutely agree with you. Yeah, you have to really seek out someone who has like yourself a knowledge base on crystals because it's just like you know it is a very powerful component from the earth yeah so that has to really be taken delicately and so forth and you really you need someone who has expertise to do so so alexandra you also mentioned we were thinking about reiki like i mean of course i've had reiki um alexandra's gone through reiki have you been through it i mean actually i don't know alexandra have you had reiki yeah, I've had Reiki before, and I've done some guided meditations, and I want to describe how, well, first off, for those that don't know what Reiki is or don't know what a guided meditation is, like what that is, and also how it's transformative to make you feel better. Yes, with Reiki, my number one thing is you want to connect to the person, you know, just if you don't vibe them, and I say vibe all the time, if you don't really get a feel a connection with the person before they offer doing Reiki to you, then I wouldn't recommend it because they're sending their vibrations of love and light and healing to you. So if they're sending their vibrations to you, and you don't automatically connect with their initial vibration, then I don't recommend doing it with that particular person. But with Reiki, uh, it's such a powerful and healing tool for a person like myself, a practitioner, they have different levels of Reiki, one, two, three, and practitioners want all the way up, can perform Reiki on someone, but it's really the act of sending over that love, that light, and those prayers of healing 
to uh, to a person. For me personally, I use chakra crystals to align a person once they're laying down, fully relaxed, and I line it up on their um, seven chakra sources and just, you know, sending that Reiki to them of love and light and healing. And whatever we spoke about before we do the Reiki, uh, we focus on and we put all of our energy on. So once they get up, they feel so much more empowered through whatever ailment, whatever doubts, whatever fears, whatever blockages that they may be feeling. And then we follow up again within a week or so. So it just depends on the person's journey. I'm very personalized to what a person's going through um, because not, you know, every journey is the same. Yeah. I mean, I was going to mention, you know, my experience with Reiki was when my dad was really ill and this woman that I knew, who I trusted, who I respected, and I, I agree with what you're saying, you know, you know, you really need to have that connection to the person doing the Reiki or sending the Reiki. And um, it is amazing how it completely transforms you. I mean, it transformed me and the connection to my dad. I mean, Alexandra remembers what happened. I mean, my dad was in the hospital and I literally was sitting next to him and just holding his hand and just, you know, being present and so forth. And he wasn't doing very well at that time. And the next day he opened his eyes and started to speak when he had been non-communicative. So I, yeah, it was just, uh, it was pretty powerful stuff. But again, I think you have to have the I don't know. You have to have that that something within yourself to believe that it's going to actually work. I think you can't really be very skeptical. I think if you're skeptical, you'll be like, oh, how is that even going to be you know, possible? Maybe, of course, listeners who are out there may think, well, I don't really know if that kind of thing works. I really think it's the mindset. So I'm sure what do you feel about that as well? Oh, yeah, I, I totally, totally agree with you. Uh, you definitely have to go into it 100% believing that your restoration, your healing, and everything that you want to accomplish and obtain from that session is going to be accomplished or is accomplished before you even get in that position of receiving that Reiki. So it, it's definitely um, the power of the mind and the power of manifestation. Um, we're such strong human beings. You know, if I lose my keys, I, I this has literally happened to me so many times. I've lost my keys. I'm like, I bet it's in the bottom of my purse. And you're digging and digging and you hope it's right on top, but nope, it's all the way at the bottom of your bag. And so it's, it's a little bit of that manifestation. You believe it already before you even get a chance to go into it. And now what you've already believed is, is happening. It's already manifested. So going into Reiki is definitely the power of manifestation and the power of belief being mm -hmm. manifested with love and healing and, you know, just rejuvenation. Yeah, I, I, the rejuvenation was unbelievable. Unbelievable. But yeah, of course, that's like I say, or you say, people are skeptic or skepticism about that. But, you know, again, it's a mindset. I don't believe someone who's skeptical would do well with any of the things that we're talking about. It's just a different headspace. For sure. For sure. Yeah. If you're completely shut down from saying like, no, I can't, I just don't want to, or this isn't for me, then it, it's not going to work. Like, I think a lot about spirituality outside of religion or just like is a belief that, you know, it's, it's going to happen and you have to be receptive and you have to be open to it because if you're not open to it, then it won't happen. I mean, I totally agree. Very well said, Colleen. Thank you. Thank you. Anything else that you would like to mention? Like, I was thinking so much about how you feel you were saying more empowered now that you're doing this and that you are able to help people. Like, what does being present mean to, to you? 
To me, it means just being intentional in everything that I do. So much of what I used to do was just filled with going, going, going. Homework's done. It was more of like living by a checklist and not just living intentionally. So now when I do homework with my kids, I see it as spending time and maximizing those moments where we laugh and we can remember it because it will be a memory one day. So I try to make sure that everything that I'm doing is purposeful in the act of being intentional. So if I'm cleaning up, I'm going to put on some music. I'm going to light some candles. I might start dinner a little bit earlier and I'm creating a vibration of intentions that's filled with love and my my children see it, my partner see it, and I even appreciate it within myself to say, you know, I'm having fun in everything that I do. And that's that's the goal for me, even in connecting with queens or doing this podcast. This is fun. This is great. I'm intentional. I'm spreading a beautiful message um, and I may be empowering others. So in everything that I do, I'm just trying to live a moment that is filled with love and intention. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I yeah. love that. I just, I, you're just so inspirational. Yeah. She's got to meet Kim. Thank you. Our last guest, that is Kim. Same thing about empowering oneself and, and being present and manifestation and all the things that you were mentioning as well. And I think people like you and Kim and other people that are out there, of course, there's you know, many different people who are interested in what we're talking about today, need to just be so motivating others, you know, because the, the problem is, is that you're so good at doing this. But unfortunately, I think, sadly, there's so many people that just don't know that this type of life exists. And I was just thinking about what you were saying about, I mean, gosh, you have three kids, you got, my God, homework and virtual school and all the other things going on, but yet you're turning all these chore-like things that have to be done into a positive. And what a role model quite frankly, you are for so many others, but of course for your kids, because kids are so impressionable. I mean, your eldest is how old? You, you mentioned your kids. He is 13. He is 13. Um, I just did a uh, recording of a meditation with me and my son. I taught oh. him how to meditate and you know I didn't think about it before but I was speaking to a fellow queen and she's like for you to be doing that with your son at such a young age and he wants to do it you know wow. she's like why don't you show show the world that and I did and I'm just such a proud mom of my children because wow. I tell myself, you know, I've had my past experiences and my weaknesses and my anxieties and moments where I didn't feel that I was promoting so much self-love. But because I've had those moments, I want to empower my children to not feel that way. And if they do know how to get through it. So mm -hmm. for my son, I've taught him how to meditate. And, you know, it. when he has those moments of feeling, you know, upset playing a video game, take a deep breath. You're having fun. You're doing this game because you want to. You're you're in school. You're learning. You may not necessarily want to be doing it, but it's empowering you for your future. So because I've kind of changed his perspective to be purposeful and intentional and appreciate everything you're doing, it has definitely changed his perspective at such a young age. And I'm I'm such a proud mom. Well, you're an amazing mom. Wow, that's that's pretty cool. And then you got the little ones. And then you know, I was going to say, so obviously your kids just know that mommy's like this this super mom. <laughs> <laughs> she's taking it all on, but she's definitely taking some time for herself, which is actually 
what you want to do. I think that's part of the message of here today too. And, and your friends, I mean, do your friends come to you and be like, how do you do all this stuff? Or you're closest of friends. I'm saying like, what are, what are some advice you give to them? I assume the same that you give to everybody else. Well, yes, but you know, with closer friends, they go a little bit more into detail with whatever part of their journey that they're on. So um, I can say for sure that most of my friends now are in business for themselves, um, okay. turning their passions into their purpose. I have a friend that loves to travel, so she's empowered herself to be a travel agent. I have another friend who loves crystals and now she makes crystal jewelry. So um, I just you know, gave them what they're so passionate about and just gave them the advice to turn it into something they're passionate about and just be intentional in everything that they do. Well, they're lucky to have a friend like you. I would think so. Because sometimes people just, I think they just, I don't know, some people just can't get that focus. And then I think they just need to have someone like you to give it to them. And I think that comes from just healing a lot of times, you know, in the community of just women empowerment or just as a, a human being, a lot of times um, I've noticed you can smile at someone and you may not necessarily get a smile back or you open the door for someone, you may not necessarily get a thank you. And instead of looking at things from a point of, wow, that was rude. It was, wow, they must really be going through something or what has happened to them, um, you know, just trying to put yourself in the other person's shoes to say, you know, they need healing in a particular area to where they have not been able to change their perspective and to really wake up to the power that's within themselves. So when I do encounter anything like that, I definitely give them a card <laughs> because I know that, you know, it's, it's some awakening that has to be done because I've been there. I love that. I, I just think that's a unique perspective and a perspective that we all need to take on. Even with your son, I just think that's so sweet and commendable that you're teaching him um, and all your children and all your followers and all these listeners today how to shift perspective, how to be happy. And I love that you're trying to make little moments happy because I think that if you look at life of saying like here's my to-do list or but you can switch your to-do list and to say like I'm able to do this today I just think it's such it's so transformative oh yes oh yes well I definitely appreciate that and I did a blog right before this podcast and it is called expectations for the holidays. And uh, right now with the holidays coming up, a lot of people may feel that bittersweetness. There's so much love in the air, but if you've lost a loved one, if you are going to have family around that you may have went through traumatic experiences with, or you know, you're going to get the third degree on where your life is now and where your partner is, and are you having children and all these tough questions that may be uncomfortable. For some holidays, it's a little um uncomfortable for them. And so my blog was really about living up to your own expectations. Everyone has expectations for you, like I was mentioning earlier, but as long as you are living in love, you're learning and growing through life as you go through life, then you are already living up to your own expectations. So um, just cherishing the moments that you do have with those that are here that want to put up the decorations instead of thinking about who you may have lost. 
because with grief, you know, for myself, I lost my sister and it was hard for me to even want to participate in the holidays because I would think about her. And a part of grief is thinking about all the opportunities that you didn't get a chance to maximize. So instead of looking at it from that particular perspective during the holidays, look at it as, okay, I do have those those people with me or I do have family or friends with me now. So I'm going to maximize those opportunities with those that are here right now. So it's just really changing the perspective of the holidays or just changing your perspective in general to where you're able to maximize opportunities, maximize self-love and just, you know, really live a different view in life as you go through your to-do list. All I can say is thank you. Thank you for me. Thank you to our listeners who are out there for saying everything you said, because of course I lost my parents. If Alexandra knows how difficult that has been. For me, it's been seven years, but it feels like seven minutes. So um, yeah. I'm sorry for, for your loss as well. And the holidays really do suck for so many. I mean, there's just no other way to say it. However, I think it's your perspective of being present it's almost like hitting the pause button to say, okay, you know what, that situation, and now I'm in this situation. So I reflect upon really being present for me as you were speaking about whatever that situation you may have. Everyone has expectations for you, like I was mentioning earlier, but as long as you are living in love, you're learning. Gone through, but I also feel that it also makes you stronger and it makes you shift differently in your thoughts and in your life and also about how you reflect upon loss and everything else that so many people have been through so many different things, particularly with COVID. You know, so many people have lost people through this horrific pandemic. So the holidays are just really brutal. So that's amazing that you had a blog to just to comment on this. And I think people will be so appreciative of that. Thank you. Thank you so much. You know, like you said, it's really the pause. That is something I tell myself all the time. You know, we're still human as much as we practice, you know, Reiki and self-empowerment and meditation. All of that is a practice. And, you know, you definitely work on it daily. You know, for me, it can be 30 years from now, and I am still going to be journeying to empower myself on this particular journey. But um, the number one thing that I tell myself is practice the pause. You feel yourself get upset just pause for a moment and take a deep breath of gratitude and until you really feel rooted in gratitude then come out of that moment and go back to what it is that you're doing if you're feeling you know the weight of the loss from a loved one take a deep breath of gratitude because you're still here your child's here or you know whoever the focus on those that are around you. And so definitely practicing the pause is a model that I live by. And I'm, like I said, still practicing it. It takes a lot of work. Oh my God. It does take a long time. And my aunt, who I know listens, who's 80, would always say to me, enjoy the memories, enjoy the now, enjoy the now. Yes. So you have been such a pleasure and we have loved talking to you. And so we're going to wrap up with our uh, final segment. It's called Heart to Heart. And this is a conversation that you've had with someone or an introspective moment that's changed you in some way. Wow. I didn't think I was going to get that question. That's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> a heart to heart that I've had. Now that I'm on this journey, it's it's a little tough to pinpoint because I 
I, I try to make every conversation a really deep conversation, but I will say with my son, he's 13 and he was very close to my sister. Um, she would come over and get him dressed for Halloween. She would yell at me if I put up that tree without her being here. So it, uh, the holidays was, you know, such a hard time and her birthday is around the same time. It just passed. So, um, heart to heart with my son because he felt really bad that he did not remember it was her birthday on November 15th. So I had to really empower myself as I was empowering him through the moment that we had. And that was really just Something that I heard was when we lose someone physically, they transcend. That love that they had for you transcends into a different form of love. And when I lost my sister is when I woke up to myself and I woke up to my purpose, which was the business. And I feel that I get a piece of that spark and that memory of her as I go through my business and connect with such amazing queens. And so just speaking to my son and giving him that heart to heart to let him know to focus on all the love that has manifested from her passing in so many different ways. So that was a conversation I recently had with him and it empowered me, you know, to be strong because I needed to be strong for him. And it also really embedded that philosophy into, you know, my day to day. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I'm just thinking about my own personal, you know, loss of my parents and I love how you said to your son, being so young, of course, of 13, and as I say to my own children about the loss of my mom and how we dealt with it and how we still deal with it, is to that their love still is so much a part of you, or they are part of you. It's just in a different form. And I, I just appreciate that. And I think so many listeners would appreciate that as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah. We appreciate so much you coming on. Um, you've been such a pleasure. And any uh, before we ask you all your whereabouts, where people can find you, any lasting um, advice uh, for people? Um, I would definitely say be intentional in what it is that you do. And that's where the self-awareness comes from. If you ever feel uncomfortable as you go through life, remember you're not going through life, you're growing through life. So mm -hmm. if you ever feel uncomfortable, just ask yourself why. Why am, you know, I feel, why do I feel angry? Why do I feel, you know, sad? Why do I feel, you know, like I want to cry? Whatever that emotion is, dig into why you feel that way. And once you dig into it, you can empower yourself to not feel uncomfortable in that area again. So definitely grow through life as you grow, as you go through it. So you just are just, oh my God, you're like this light <laughs> shining through. I mean, we always bring in light somehow in this podcast, but she is the serious, serious light. You know, I do you are like sun shining today as I was However you get that light every day, whether it's the sun, a candle, or of course, people can come check you out, which of course, you can say where you are at. Oh, you're taking over that question, mom. Sorry, Alexandra. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. So yes, where can people find you? Well, I can be found everywhere. <laughs> My website is Yoni and Beyond, Y-O-N-I and A-N-D, Beyond, B-E-Y-O-N-D.com. And um, my Facebook is the same, Yoni and Beyond, Instagram, Yoni and Beyond, YouTube, Yoni and Beyond, TikTok, Yoni and Beyond. <laughs> Everything is Yoni and Beyond. You are on like 
everything you're on we're not even on tiktok we gotta yeah. jump on the back yeah. you know, I guess. <laughs> that, that, that's what's gonna happen. it's happening so, Alexandra. It's, yeah it's happening i mean i have one but i primarily am on facebook instagram and my website you can definitely reach me through my direct website i have blogs i have videos i even have um reading material on there you know if so if you're having a moment and you just kind of want to empower yourself and i'm available to be reached anytime i may not be able to get right back to you but i am going to respond as soon as i can because i know that we all have our moments so if you need to be empowered or if you just you know are going through a rough moment i'm definitely here to empower you through That's it just- one last thing that I do have to say is that you mentioned about the loss of your sister made you or empowered you to do what you're doing now. And I just want our listeners to know that, of course, in any negativity of any situation, you can make it positive. And that really brings me to, of course, why and how Alexandra and I have done this podcast, because, of course, going through what I went through, but also I think... The loss of my mom kind of brought me to where I am right now. Absolutely. And I really never thought about it into this conversation. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, Alexandra. We're going to wrap it up. So you can follow us on Instagram at coming underscore from the heart podcast or on Twitter at CFTH podcast. That's CFTH podcast. We're on Facebook, Coming From The Heart Podcast, and you can listen to our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Alexa, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and many more streaming platforms. And thank you to our partners. Thank you, Play Out Apparel. They're an all-inclusive, gender-equal company, so you shop your style, not your gender. So if you're looking for some cute holiday gifts, they're definitely a good place to go. The link is in our episode descriptions and bio. And when checking out, please use the code HEARTPODCAST. That's H-E-A-R-T podcast for 20% off your purchase. Um, Rather, sorry, 20% goes towards our uh, chosen charity. That's Immigration Equality. They're the leading LGBTQIA immigration rights reform, and they're just doing so much good for the world. And thank you to Greek Glasses. They're an amazing company um, with affordable glasses that are both stylish and cute. They were started by sorority sisters and a great holiday gift uh, for anyone out there, regardless of the season. I know I still wear my glasses, uh, sunglasses um, outside, as my mom does too. Um, so please use code. Um, A-L-B-E-40 for 40% off your purchase and continue to subscribe, rate, and review. We appreciate everyone's feedback. We appreciate all you new listeners. And yeah, thank you for listening to our amazing episodes and um, share with the ones closest to your heart. We're all one big coming from the heart family. And yeah, we really appreciate everyone um, joining along and coming along and being a part of our family. And um, I'll let my mom speak about this, about interns, because we are looking for people to help expand our podcast. Thanks, Alexandra. Anyway, thank you to our queen. Actually, I think we should call you an empress, because I think you're beyond the queen. I think you should be the empress. But thank you. Thank you to our lovely guests. Thank you. I'll take it. (laughs) Yeah. And um, yeah, I just wanted to uh, tell our listeners out there or to our, you know, our coming from the heart family that we are interested if anyone is, uh, let's say, digital savvy, good with social media, wants to think about some type of a website to help us and, and support us with, um, you can definitely uh, email us at comingfromtheheart at gmail.com. 
it's actually coming from the heart podcast at gmail.com and um yes they can dm us but anyone who has an interest in supporting us and wants to become part of our crew or team but anyway it means the same thing. Yeah, anybody out there who would like to help us, we are um, actually, I'm on LinkedIn right now. You can find me on LinkedIn at Coming From The Heart. Uh, you can check out the description of what we're looking for specifically for the interns. And yeah, that's about it. So thanks again to our queen, our empress, and Exo Helene. Mm -hmm.